Um, so I've heard from um, my already booked couples that do listen to it. I always get comments, DMs afterwards. Oh my gosh, that was so helpful. That was perfect. I was really thinking about that. So definitely helping them to be better prepared for sure. Welcome to the Light and Dark Photography Podcast, where you can build your business, grow your community, and have fun doing it. I am your host, John Mansfield. Every week, we bring you real conversations with photographers and entrepreneurs to discover ways that you can take your business to the next level and serve your clients well. We record these live in our Facebook community so you can be part of the conversation. So grab a cup of coffee or a glass of whiskey and get ready for today's episode. Hey y'all, today I have Nada Salvatore on the podcast with me, and we are talking all about how you can become a resource for your clients, and you can move your name to the top of your ideal client's mind, um, which sounds amazing. We talk about Instagram, building connections, and we even have a third guest join us at the end. So let's get into today's episode. Welcome to the Light and Dark Photography Podcast. I am your host, John Mansfield. Uh, today, I have Nada Salvatore with me. Um, Nada, how are you doing? Welcome. Great. Thank you so much for having me. Such an yeah. honor. I love it. Yay. Yay. I am. I'm. It's an honor to have you on the podcast. Uh, I've been, I mean, we met a little over a year ago mm-hmm. um, before the world shut down and everything, uh, like right before. <laughs> <laughs> right before it. Yeah. And, uh, we had no idea in January. Um, but yeah, I, I really enjoyed getting to meet you at the, uh, creative summit there in Florida and, um, uh, and just, uh, there's so such good community, uh, came out of that, uh, yes, that conference. I, I really loved it. I'm very, that was actually my first photography conference. Really? Oh, oh cool. cool. It was. That's cool. And it was so such a good size and um and speakers were amazing. So I was super pumped after that. Yeah. Yeah. And you're you're based in Florida, correct? Yes, I'm in Jacksonville, Florida. So okay. not too far. So it was great to our yeah. drive there and back. Oh, that's perfect. perfect. Yeah. Yeah, that happened. That was my, um, so this one was not my first uh, photography conference. I went to one a few years before um, and it was that sort of deal where I was living in Austin and it was Mm -hmm. in San Antonio, I believe. Uh, So yeah, just like an hour, hour and a half drive. I was like, oh, I can do this. This is easy. Like I will go and I'll see what it was. It was not as good as uh, creative (laughs) at all. Uh, but it was, yeah. it was still, you know, I learned a few things, was able to implement some stuff. Um, but yeah, there was no like community aspect of, of the whole, uh, conference, um, yeah. like that one was. Um, and I love that, that like you and I have, have continued to connect on social media and, so and everything people. and like so many people, uh, that I even met like just in passing a few people and just like, Oh, Hey, what's your Instagram? And then I'm like, Oh wait, I remember seeing you at the <laughs> conference. Like we will just be friends. Um, but yeah. So, uh, so you're in Jacksonville. Yep. Um, what, uh, what kind of photography do you, do you mostly do or do you? So really love I'm mainly a wedding photographer. Okay. 
And then because I stay with my couples a little bit after they get married, I ended up doing some maternity and some family pictures here and there. But I would say majority of my time is spent with couples. Cool. Oh, yeah. Cool. Yeah. I am. I'm the same way. I love that. I, I love uh, just going through their life with them. Yeah, it's fun. And, and take it because I'm not like, I don't advertise um, like family photography mm-hmm. or maternity sessions or something like that. But like uh, just yesterday, I got an email from one of my 2019 couples and they were like, Hey, we're expecting this summer. Um, do you do maternity photos? I was like, yeah, for y'all, I will. <laughs> of course. Yeah. I mean, uh, they, they trust you after the wedding and they want to, you know, continue that connection and, and make sure they continue to capture their story. Um, so, yeah. you know, um, I'm here for it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like an extended story from mm-hmm. the wedding day, from their engagements. And it's like, I've been with y'all for years and years through yeah. all of this. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. And you know, their personalities. So there's no like mm-hmm. that kind of like little bit of awkward beginning of a photo shoot sometimes where it's like, okay, so are y'all going to be like ready to do whatever I throw at you? Or is this going to be kind of pulling teeth and like, mm-hmm. okay. And you got to smile. Let's, let's smile a little bit. Um, but yeah, that's, that's always helpful. Yeah. So, well, cool. So how long have you been doing uh, wedding photography? Oh gosh, so I have a fun story. I am fairly new um, compared to a lot of people out there. So I picked up my camera for the first time around probably November, December of 18. Okay. And then four months later, I shot my first wedding. Okay. And I just been going up and up and up from there. So I did not, I, I started some, you know, I always joke, I am not 18 anymore. I started this a little bit later in my life. So my learning curve has to be very steep and I have no time to waste. So I, yeah. I am yeah. at it. <laughs> that is awesome. That's, that is super quick. Like to where you are now mm-hmm. from, because you said December of 18. So yeah. that's a little bit over two years, like two and a half yeah. years. Yeah, so officially as a business, uh, in May will be two years. Okay. An official business, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That's really cool. So um, was that like, because you said like you first picked up your camera then, was that you didn't do any photos before then or you decided to start your business then? No, it was, so um, I've, when my second so I have two daughters when my second daughter was born I remember asking my husband for a nice camera whatever that meant at that time right yeah um I wanted to just start documenting my kids lives a little bit more and I always kind of had a liking for like composition if you look at pictures that I used to take you know way back then you see an attempt to like you know have a nice composition or framing Mm -hmm. of things and um, I remember as a kid being fascinated by looking at albums. I would I would go to you know relatives' houses and look at older pictures and want to know who who were they and what was happening at that time. So I've always liked photography, but never crossed my mind um, doing this as a profession. Um, I actually have healthcare background training. I have a doctorate in physical therapy. Okay. Um, and then just throughout some uh, transition in my career, it just led me to the mental exercise of what would I do in my life if I wasn't doing this 
what would, would I go back to school and to, you know, what would I do? And then photography came to mind. So I decided I was going to learn how to use that camera that was like accumulated some dust somewhere in the house. And <laughs> I just dove into the world of YouTube and, and courses and then, you know, took a bunch of courses and learned how to use my camera and decided I was going to start taking pictures and never nice. did it as a hobby, really. I just dove right into I'm going to take pictures and start charging money for it in my yeah. business. That's really cool. Yeah, that's because I feel like a lot of photographers are like, oh, yeah, you know, I always had a camera and people ask me to take photos and I like, did it as a hobby. And then <laughs> one day and you were just like, I'm nope. just going to make a business out of this. I can do this. I did one session for free and then started charging. That's where to do it. That that's where to do it. Just jump on in. Yeah. <laughs> like, hey, I take good photos. So let's get this started. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. That's really cool. I didn't know that uh, the healthcare, like the uh, physical therapy background, my wife yeah. also is in, uh, uh, she's a physical therapist uh, or oh. like uh, massage therapy and uh, kinesiology and all that. Oh, that's so uh, cool. Yeah. So I, mean, I can, I've, I've yeah. spent 11 years of my life doing that. I got a ton of training, um, you know, got my doctorate and, and got residency and fellowship training after that. So I have the highest level of training a physical therapist can have. Wow. Um, and I used to, I teach at conferences and, you know, to hundreds of people. So I had, I've left a, a life behind that was very successful to, to do this full time. So exciting. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's really cool. That's that's yeah. exciting. She's um kind of at that end of of that career too, or just like she's been doing it for ten, almost eleven years now. Yeah. And it's just like, yeah, I don't know if I want to do this like forever. Um, so but that's cool. That's that's uh that's encouraging too. Inspiration. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and kind of shows that you don't have to like stick with one career your entire life oh, no. like and you don't have to do what your uh like what um your your schooling your training all that your degree like my degree is in web design mm -hmm. i could not design a good website now like my, <laughs> my degree is like early 2000s web design and my professors were all stuck in the 90s so it was like literally they had me designing on like I, I had to type out every single character in oh, wow. like a word document type thing in order to make a web page. And now it's like with Squarespace and show it and all the different things. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, this is so much better than anything I could do. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think it's, 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 it's different phases of life, right? At that point in my life, that was, mm -hmm. it was a perfect career. It was exactly what I wanted to do. I love it. I have so much passion and admiration for taking care of um, people who are in need for, you know, in a healthcare setting. Um, I didn't have kids back then. Uh, now, you know, spending some time with my kids became very important to me. So um, I chose to uh, have a really hard year. You know, 2020 on top of everything was a year where I worked those two jobs full time, both of them. Oh, wow. Because I wanted to see how far I could push my photography business to see if I could do that, you know, yeah. as full time. So I made a commitment to really have a miserable year, technically. Uh -huh. <laughs> Very little sleep, you know, I wouldn't work and uh, on my own business until my kids went to bed. And, you know, and then so I'm sitting down to work for myself at 
10 o'clock at night and going until two or three in the morning every day for a whole year yeah. um, was hard, but I, I made a commitment to do that to see if I could make that transition. And then, you know, even with 2020 being as crazy as it was, it was a really good year for me. So I, I great. can only go up from there. I can't yeah. be more than what it was. That's <laughs> awesome. Yeah. I feel like I, mean, I have a couple things to say just on that, like one one little bit that you were saying, but like, I feel like most of the people that I've talked to now that it's 2021, we're kind of, I don't know, with like the vaccine and everything, a lot of weddings are, are starting back up again. Um, in a lot of places that were shut down and people are slowly getting back to like the, the regular bookings and numbers and stuff that they had yeah. in like 2019. Um, but I feel like the people um, like yourself that were just like, I'm going to, this is going to be a year that I'm just going to put my head down and we are going to work and I'm going to, you know, go to conferences and I'm going to take workshops and I'm going to have mentors and like do all these things to better myself and better my business. And then 2020 is like, Oh, this is a great year. Uh, like it was uh, as soon as uh, it was n like everyone just canceled all their weddings for me. Um, I was like, okay, cool. What education can I like pour into right now? Like I want to be a better photographer at the end of this. And 2020 was our best year so far, um, which is crazy. Um, cause there were two full months that I made zero dollars. <laughs> yeah. It was a great time to find out what is really, what was really an excuse and what was reality. Right. Because like, they're like, oh, if I have time, I'll do that. Well, I don't uh -huh. do this because I don't have time. I'm like, well, now you have the time. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get it done or not? <laughs> but I'm yeah. also not naive to the fact that, um, I am in a state where things slowed down, but didn't shut down as much as other places. So I recognize mm -hmm. that. So yes, it was easier for me compared to other places. Right. Um, obviously, we all have friends um, all over the country and we know it's different for people in California than it is for people in Florida. Oh, yeah. um, so we were lucky that we were able to restart some weddings even around July you know, sprinkled here and there. So it was two months of nothing happening, but, you know, it were, we were able to, I feel like going back a lot faster than the rest of the country. So um, right. I'm not, you know, I'm not naive to that. Um, yeah. I feel like but, Texas and Florida are kind of, they were about the same of like, oh yeah, we're going to open up again or we're right. going to, you know, undo <laughs> the, the mask mandate and like all the different things kind of Texas and Florida, maybe Mississippi. Mm -hmm. We're all like, hey, we're going to we're going to do this first. <laughs> we're going to yeah. we're going to start back. Yeah. Um, so it was it was a good year overall for all kinds of things. So I yeah. understanding how crazy it was. And then for a lot of people and also that I had another job to fall back to. If, if they, you know, I understand that, too. There were, there, oh, yeah. were there are a lot of photographers who that's all they did or, or both you know people in the, in the couple you know maybe husband and wife or you know partners were both in the wedding industry and had a big hit so um I'm very empathetic and understand that my situation was different um oh, yeah. but I just I didn't I made the best out of it I worked as hard as I could good good yeah and and like kind of going back to what you said earlier about how like you did that year where you were doing both mm -hmm. jobs and you knew it was going to be miserable. You knew you're going to be starting your work day at 10 PM and like, okay. you're going to be very tired and you weren't going to have as much family time, but it was something you were going to press on toward. Mm -hmm. I think that 
um, like a lot of people who are doing photography part-time, um, and have a nine to five job, um, or one that kind of like pays the bills and then photography is just like a side hustle, um, which was me as well. I did that for two and a half years before I was able to just quit. And that last probably nine months to a year, it was weddings almost every weekend and then working 50 hours during the week and editing at nights. And, um, yeah, it's, it's something that a lot of people don't think about. And, uh, and pretty much anyone who goes full-time while still having a job, uh, like a nine to five job, you have to do it. And it's just gonna, unless you just go from like zero to a hundred bookings, like super quickly and you can just like, <laughs> like ju- jump out of your old job. Um, yeah. It's it's a, a really rough period going full time. But then after that, it's like, okay, now this is all I do. Yep. And and you can you can have a podcast in the afternoon on a Friday. And and it doesn't matter. It's cool. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Well that's that's really cool. I I love the you know, um you know, you mentioned the uh, physical therapy background too, because I feel like that kind of ties in like your um, almost almost like your personality or uh, or your your training there of helping people and like growing people to to be better kind of ties in with what we're talking about today, where you have been doing these wedding talks on uh, your IGTV yeah. and sharing tips on, uh, you know, in the wedding scene for your couples and for any couples, uh, watching. Um, and I think that's really, really important because that shows that you're wanting to help them. Uh, cause most, most every couple has no idea what they're doing. <laughs> Whenever they start planning for their wedding, they're just like, I don't know. The knot gave me this list of things to do. <laughs> right. That's all that I have. <laughs> it is, it, you know, I always tell my couples in their consultation, it, it's hard planning a wedding because you just don't know what you don't know. When you have yeah. no idea what you don't know, it's hard to tackle it. Um, so the, there's anxiety of not, I'm not sure if I'm doing the right thing or am I missing something just keeps building up, which is why I'm a big proponent of having a wedding planner and your team. Yes. Um, but, you know, it, there, I had a lot of definitely a lot of skills that I was able to transfer from um, my previous life. So, so from physical therapy, obviously, it helped me to um, help people feel comfortable with me, help, help them trust me. Um, and I'm also very, I'm a very calm person in general and laid back. So on a wedding day, people really appreciate having me around to just, you know, it's going to be OK. We're going to make it work, um, being adaptable. Um, also comes from there, but um, I was also a professional athlete before. I, so I'm from Brazil originally, okay, and came to the U.S. under a volleyball scholarship. So I was a professional athlete for many years of my life as well. Which I truly believe that there's some um, transition of skills from there too, from like being able to perform under stress, you know, and making sure that I can work with a team. Um, towards the same goal. So there's, I was being very lucky to be able to transfer a lot of skills to this. And then the wedding talks were born on the idea of, I love education. I'm a teacher by nature too. I teach other therapists. I've been doing it for years. 
Um, so, you know, let's educate people to make sure that they can make good decisions when they're planning their wedding. Because none of us like to shoot, you know, show up to shoot a wedding and then, oh my gosh, they didn't, why didn't they think of this? And now I have to deal with this or work around this. So, mm-hmm. you know, educating them ahead of time helps a ton. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, man. I remember the first wedding that, um, that like kind of set me on, oh, I'm going to have to, I should probably educate my couples because I showed up for the wedding and, and they just gave me, this is how unorganized I was early on. I would get a, um, like they would book me for eight hours on a wedding day and they would just say, all right, show up at 11 o'clock and you're going to leave at seven. And I'm like, all right, cool. That's all the information that I had other than the actual venue, like the address I needed to show up and their names. That was it. And there was one wedding that I showed up um, and it was already pretty close to sunset and started doing all the getting ready photos and everything. And then they were like, okay, yeah, our, our, uh, we're going to wait until the sun is setting for our ceremony to start. Mm -hmm. And they were not doing a first look. We were not doing any photos before the ceremony at all. And, uh, and yeah, it was, is not great because we took all those photos like blue hour and at night and I was not proficient with off camera flash. So I was just like, just right in the face oh, of everyone. Right. And yeah, I was like, I'm sorry, this is all I can do. Um, but after that I was like, Oh yeah, I should probably like talk to my couples about a timeline and also talk to them about um, like, if you're not going to take any photos before the ceremony, mm-hmm. you're going to need to do that ceremony a little bit earlier. So we still have light uh, for photos afterwards. So yeah, it's, it's like you said, they don't know what they don't know. Yeah. Cause they didn't even think, Oh yeah, we have family photos after this or, Oh yeah, we have our, our newlywed photos to take after the ceremony. They were, they yeah. just wanted that sunset. Um, and yeah. And those, I mean, the ceremony photos turned out great because uh, it wasn't sunset. But other than that, <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah. I mean, they don't know what they don't know. And mm-hmm. um, and we can't just assume that they're going to learn that through okay. YouTube or Googling, like, what do I need to prepare for mm-hmm. my wedding day? Uh, there's a whole vocabulary that is very um, specific to wedding industry that people don't know, don't even know until they start looking into things. And people don't mm-hmm. know what a first look means. You know, no. they don't understand a lot of things that we even forget to talk about because it's such a second nature to us now. But um, I remember when I started in trying to learn how to photograph a wedding. Um, just understanding the parts of a wedding. And yes, I got married, but you know, that was many years ago. That was in another country and things are different now. So, you know, understanding just parts of what happened, how does a day go by? And there's so much, there's so much that people have no idea. Oh yeah. Yeah. And especially if you're one of your, like one of the first in your friend group to get married, uh, like my wife and I were, and I was not a wedding photographer yet. Um, I had done a couple, but they, they weren't, I wasn't a professional for sure. And mm-hmm. even with us planning our wedding, there were things that we didn't really know. Cause we were like, Oh, a first look, what is that? 
And then we're like, oh, yeah, no, that sounds cool. We would like to see each other before. That would be fun. And there were things that we didn't know, even though I had worked at a wedding venue for like two years before that, there were still some things um, that I just wasn't around for Mm -hmm. as, you know, the wedding venue worker. I was, you know, putting out tables and chairs and stuff. I wasn't around for hair and makeup and when to do like groomsmen photos and, and all those things. Um, so yeah, there's, there's a lot, um, that couples don't know. And, uh, and then we can be the ones to, uh, to kind of educate them. Um, so, and we, we've kind of talked about your, your wedding talks. Um, can you, like tell the listeners a little bit about uh, what what those are, what your um, like what the purpose is, other than you know just yeah. educating. So it's basically um, a little informal podcast, right? So what I do is I invite different um, wedding industry professionals to talk about some hot topics um, and related to them, but I'll also help a couple plan the best wedding they can plan. So I've talked to. Um, wedding gown um, shop owners um, to help brides understand when I had, how far I had, you need to order your gown. And then what Mm -hmm. happens if you if you miss that timeline, you know, what are your options and how, how, what about preservation of your wedding dress afterwards? And there's so many things that, you know, we can talk about from that standpoint. And then, um, uh, wedding planners and florists and DJs, you know, the DJs do so much more than what we, um, than we think of, you know, there's not just playing music at your reception. They are uh, helping during your ceremony. They are guiding people from one location to the next. There's uplighting. Um, there's, you mm-hmm. know, a lot of different things, um, that people just don't understand when they're looking for the best team to, um, to be there for the wedding. So, the main idea is obviously educating the couples, but also for me to just learn more myself um, and create some more connections with other industry professions, professionals. So it gives me the opportunity to learn about um, how people do businesses, you know, how people do business from their own standpoint, because not every DJ is the same. Not every wedding planner is the same. So, you know, just understanding how people work and understanding who best fit my clients um, as well, the personality and what they're looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, and then building those relationships with other vendors. You know, those are the people that are going to keep sending you couples over and over again. So, yep. you know, showing up as an educator um, and as a resource for your couples, but also for your other, you know, colleagues on the industry. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. I mean, that networking aspect I'm sure is, is uh, so good. I mean, that's one of the things that I've, I've tried to do. I have something similar with a Facebook group. We'll have local, um, local professionals and, you know, uh, venue owners and DJs and florists. And it's like, I don't know what flowers are in season for the summer. And, and they can come in and be like, yeah, these are the flowers that are in season, uh, this, these times of year. And, uh, if you're looking for more like to save money on that, you can do these. I'm like, that's great. That's stuff that I could not have helped my couples with. Um, And then when you have other vendors in that builds those relationships and then they're like, Oh, Hey, yeah, you're looking for a photographer. 
I was just on Nada's uh, little uh, wedding talks thing, which you should check out here. I'll send you a link. And then also like mm-hmm. talk to her about doing your photography and that can bring in a lot of business as well, oh. uh, which, which is just like an added bonus. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. So with that, like you get to show up as a professional for, um, yeah, I, I feel like that, that gives you more of a, uh, kind of like a standing as an industry leader mm-hmm. uh, whenever you're like, Oh yeah, I'm bringing others to you and I'm doing more than just, you know, the average photographer. If they're going to like 10 different people's sites yeah. and just looking through their photos and everything. And then they see, Oh wait, here is like educational stuff to help me plan my wedding. That's great. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that he's amazing at photography as well. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's, that's super, super important. Um, are there, uh, other than, or not other than, uh, but with, uh, with IGTV, mm-hmm. uh, what, what other ways would you suggest for the listeners, um, to start doing, to kind of show up as a professional and industry leader, um, and educate yeah. their companies? I think there's, we can all can teach something at some level, right? So, you know, mm-hmm. really doing a good self-analysis of what is something that I'm really comfortable with that I feel like I'm good at that I can maybe share with some people out there. Um, there are sometimes opportunities at like local chapters if you have like Tuesday togethers and things like that or, or a small talk oh, yeah. where you can potentially propose, talk about something. Um so you can do that. You can reach out to small groups um, to be able to have opportunities to share something. Uh, I've done my own um, posing classes to other photographers. You know, it's just a, a quick one, a two-hour posing class, and we'll go over some things. And, you know, it helps me, again, to connect with new people um, and be seen as somebody to go to um, for posing of clients, you know. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of little things you can do on Facebook groups. You can be answering questions um, from brides and grooms and, and couples looking for some advice just to help it without that intent of trying to book people. But really, if you're constantly showing up and, and helping people understand the ropes, whenever they have a question or whenever something comes to mind, you're going to be, you're going to be, you know, you're going to come to mind for them. They're going to think yeah. of you. Um, yeah. so there's so many ways uh, that you can do this. You can start your own little talks. You can do something on Facebook. Um, there's a lot of options um, if you want to do it. You just have to put it together and, you know, make sure that you have some good thoughts and, and get it going. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. And I love what you said about um, like in those Facebook groups, not trying to sell yourself yeah. all the time, but showing up with, uh, with helpful tips and things and answering questions. Um, I, I was in one locally here in the Houston, Texas area. And anytime that there was a question about photography, I was just like, Oh yeah. And I would be, you know, I would love to be considered. Here's my website. And that was what a hundred other photographers were doing Mm -hmm. too. And I rarely got anyone to, to go like fill out my form or anything. Um, and then I just stopped doing that. And recently I would just 
know, if they're looking for a florist and be like, Oh yeah, always floral is amazing. Like she's up in spring, but she does all of Houston. And, uh, and then they would see that I'm also a photographer if they click on my profile and then they can go to my site or if they're looking for different things and a photographer, I'm like, Oh yeah, you're looking for a DJ. Here are three amazing DJs in the area. Here are like four different florists that I know. Um, and if you're looking for a photographer, here you go. And I've had much more leads come in that way. Mm -hmm. Uh, when I'm not just trying to sell, and I'm like, oh yeah, no, here's information. Here's here's helpful things. And I think that goes a long way for couples because like it, today we're just getting sold all the time. And we have so many different ads from online to billboards and uh, probably door-to-door salesmen. I don't know. Uh, we don't have a lot of those anymore, but they're probably yeah. still out there. Um, but like we, we have so many ads coming at us all the time that it's refreshing for your couples mm-hmm. to have someone who's not like, Hey, book me. Hey, Hey, give me your money. Um, but it's like, Oh, here are four free. Here's some information. Um, and you know, here I'm bringing in, uh, a, like bridal boutique, uh, yeah you know, uh, owner to educate you about, uh, wedding gowns that is being just adding. Yeah. Being resource. I think mm-hmm. that's, that's amazing. I think that's really good and super important. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> so I don't know if you can hear her, but, um, my six month old is awake. Aww. Um, so I'm gonna have to pause real quick and go get her. Um, and then she's just going to do the rest of the podcast with us. Yeah, that's how it is. Can you say hi? This is Charlotte. Hello. I think I think this might be her uh, podcast debut. Um, <laughs> oh really? I think so. Welcome. Yeah, you may have you may have uh, popped in for Wyatt's episode actually. Now that I'm thinking of it. Um, but yeah, she's usually pretty chill, so she should be good to just hang out for the rest of this. Um, but yeah. Okay, cool. I'm good. Uh, I was like, I think I hear a baby crying, um, which is kind of hard with these headphones. Uh, they Mm -hmm. do a really good job of canceling. So (laughs) highly recommend. (laughs) I, I love uh, the conversation that we've had so far about really uh, showing up for your couples and being an educator and, and all that. Have you seen like a physical um, change in uh, just bringing in more leads or, uh, or even like your, your couples just being better prepared uh, for their weddings and, and attributing that to you? Yeah, definitely a little bit of both. Um, so I've heard from um, my already booked couples that do listen to it. I always get comments, DMs afterwards. Oh my gosh, that was so helpful. That was perfect. I was really thinking about that. So you're definitely helping them to be better prepared for sure. Um, and I've had a few people that came through um, that said they've heard they were, they were invited by somebody uh, either because my guests would invite their audience too to join us um, mm-hmm. and send you things. So 
I've had definitely had a few people that came from listening to those. So yeah. I'll say it, it was definitely a win-win uh, and all. all right. Yeah. Yeah, man. I didn't even think about that too. Uh, mm-hmm. Just that. Um, um, what's the word? Recipe. Reciprocity, reciprocity yeah. Yeah, yeah. of, you know, having, um, having someone else on your web talk on, yeah. in your Facebook group, doing IG lives, um, whatever you're going to do to show up for your couples and educate them. Um, that also brings their couples. Absolutely. They can find you. And we invited all, they invite their audience to join us. And I usually try to do a, a little giveaway of some sort. It can be a little discount or, you know, some, uh, something just to um, give people a little incentive first to watch and then to ask questions. So you know, if you ask a question, you kind of get entered into a, uh, giveaway. So we always have like some audience participation to make sure I have some questions that I prepare myself, but I want people to be asking things on the spot because it is to help them at the end of the day. So, right. um, so we always have people participating, which is good. Nice. Yeah, that's good. I like that giveaway, uh, mm-hmm. giveaway aspect too. Um, cause it does, it's, it's hard to get people, even whenever you're like, Hey, we're going to be doing this free educational thing to help you with your wedding planning. It's like, okay, but like, how long is it going to take? And what am I actually going to get out of it? Do I know Mm -hmm. for sure it's going to be helpful? Um, But when there's a chance to win, like, you know, a gift card to somewhere or something like that, or like a free photo shoot, it's like, oh, well, you know, I'll check it out. It's kind of like those old uh, timeshare deals oh, yeah. not to equate what you're doing to those timeshare scams um but it. like yeah <laughs> but it was that same sort of thing where it's like i will sit through this 90 minute deal in order to get my you know uh two-day vacation right. at this place like that is and definitely do, worth it and i don't predetermine how long we're going to talk i really kind of just let it go as it flows um but we've been it's been very entertaining what everybody we've been talked it has been close to an hour um of talk so it's been good that's good that's good yeah that's kind of how this podcast started too was just like it's not going to be like a hey we're doing like 15 minutes and we're diving in and going to give you all the stuff and like mm-hmm. here are five steps to do this thing um and it's not going to be like a joe rogan like four hour podcast where we're just talking about everything and anything um but kind of like somewhere in between like right. good yeah. conversation yeah. we still have uh educational stuff that you can take away take notes read the show notes all that um so i love that and the the wedding talks that i've i've watched i think i caught because you do those live correct mm-hmm. okay i was gonna say i thought i remembered watching one with you live i don't remember who it was maybe a local wedding planner um yeah i remember seeing you pop in there okay yeah yeah i don't remember um, which one but, but i remember seeing you <laughs> yeah yeah and i was like oh wait she's doing this this is awesome <laughs> but yeah. Well, cool. So um, I know you kind of gave a couple different ways for uh, for the listeners to start doing this. If this is something that they're wanting to do like today or tomorrow or whatever um, to get started, what are a couple steps that you would suggest mm-hmm. um, to start getting this together? 
I think you can start by, so the first would be a list of um, a few guests, right? So let maybe a handful of guests that you can go to and kind of um, propose the idea of them being, some people are not comfortable being in a live and, and that's fine. So you might have to go into the next person on your list. So um, get a list of people, either that maybe start with a couple of people that you know and feel comfortable with and they will be there to support you. But then use this as an opportunity to reach out to some people that maybe you've been wanting to talk to and, and you have really no reason to reach out to them in the past. So maybe there is this wedding planner that you really wanted to start working with. And this is a great opportunity to invite them to, um, to share some content. So have a list of, um, of people to be on your talk or show or interview, whatever you want to call it. Um, and then start thinking of a good time for your audience and a good day of the week. And then maybe start building your schedule. So I, when I first thought of this, I thought I, I'm going to do it maybe twice a month, you know? Mm -hmm. And then as I did the first two episodes, people started to reach out to me and say, Hey, can I be on your wedding call? I'm like, uh, yeah. Hey, yeah. Uh, so I started having people reaching out and then I had more people that came to mind. So I was like, well, maybe I'll do it a little bit more often. So I ended up doing once a week. Um, episodes and then I've, I've been on a little bit of a break now because we just moved to a new house two weeks right. ago so yeah. all the packing and moving in here getting everything set up um, so I took a little bit of a break but when I come back to it um, it's going to be I have two more guests lined up um, nice. for the next two and then I share the schedule ahead of time um, I share a little I make a little canvas um whatever story yeah, uh, yeah. so I can just change who my guest is. So people start getting used to seeing that under my brand colors and with my logo. And that's what I use to kind of, if you go into my Instagram feed, you're going to see the little um, wedding talks, um, Instagram posts in there. So start just thinking a little bit about what things are going to look like your guests um, are the best day and time for you and your guests and uh, build your schedule. Those are kind of the steps that I took originally. Awesome. Okay. That's super helpful. Like that'll get you, that'll get you started for sure. And, um, and also on your, your branding colors, I love your colors. Um, it just feels like super, like kind of warm and inviting. And it also goes along with your, photography style to where it's not like mm -hmm. super bright and airy like a lot of the branding yeah. colors that are like white and blush and green and and yours are are much more like kind of uh i don't know i was gonna say hearty um but uh much more uh full and and They're a little bit bold and and yeah bold, bold. Yes. which i yes. think is exactly it fits perfectly because i'm yeah. not you know I'm not a girly girl, so I don't, I'm, you know, I'm not into pink. And like pink. Uh, I do have a strong personality and I'm bold and that's my colors look just like that. Yeah, that's perfect. <laughs> that's good. So. <laughs> well, awesome. Well, cool. Um, so before we wrap up, there's a part of the show where we talk about um, what we're loving this week. And this could be uh, movies, podcasts, TV shows, a book, uh, could be, you know, a new food that you tried and you're like, Oh, this place is amazing. Um, do you have something that you are loving this week? Um, 
It might not be a thing, but actually I just came back from a two-day retreat with a couple of friends. So I actually got together with another photographer and a wedding planner, and we booked uh, two nights in a very nice hotel in town with a pool. And we decided that we were going to take care of ourselves, do a little self-care um, away from our families, and but also plan our goals for next year. So we're just some strong women that work together often. And we decided we're going to make this official two-day retreat. So what I'm loving this week is the idea of taking time to do some self-care and plan ahead, right? So just being giving some structure to your life in general. Um, so not forgetting to take care of yourself is what I'm loving this week. Oh yeah. That is so important. When I saw on y'all's <laughs> stories, cause I think I follow all three of y'all. Um, oh, yeah. and, and I saw that you were doing that and I was like, Oh man, that is, that sounds amazing. Um, to just like go away for a couple of days with yeah. like your photography besties and just have that, uh, self care that, uh, you know, cause I think that self care gets overlooked a ton, mm-hmm. um, for entrepreneurs because we are, uh, a lot of us are very much like, I got to be working. I got to be, you know, yeah. doing do, what's coming next for my business. Let me work on this. Um, and we forget about ourselves a lot of times, which yeah. most of the time we are the sole person <laughs> working the business. So if we're not doing yeah. well, um, business is not going to go well. Yeah. Uh, so I, that was, that was really, that was really great. I saw that y'all were doing that. I was like, yes, absolutely do that. Uh, Like I want to, I want to plan something like that for myself now. (laughs) I have a very light June, so maybe I can pick a weekend. That's what we did. Yeah. We even picked, we picked a Monday, Tuesday. So, you know, the resort, it wasn't going to be crowded with people. And we we were here in town. We just went to the beach area of town and um, we were just joking that we were going to get start to work on getting accustomed to the life that we want to live right so really (laughs) really nice nice hotel and just you know playing like we were where we're going to be you know in a few years so it was just time to reconnect and and work on goals and but also some just laugh and and relax and walk on the beach kind of thing so Monday Tuesday and back home yeah (laughs) that's perfect sometimes that's all you need is just like every now and then we try like my wife and I try to schedule days off or like nights off for each of us where either Mm -hmm. you know she'll go out and like you know grab grab dinner or something with a friend or go have coffee or just go out by herself and just you know, go do whatever, just drive around for two hours and listen to a podcast or something. Um, and then the same thing for me. And we try to do that fairly regularly to where we have even this, that like tiny little bit of a break of just kind of like a reset of, mm-hmm. I can't do work. Like sometimes she'll, uh, take the kids and go to, uh, her parents for a night. And I have one night I'm like, I'm not going to work at all. And I'm not going to clean the house and I'm not going to do any like work type things. This is just relaxing. Maybe I'll rent a movie, maybe, you know, catch up on whatever, read a book, right? just enjoy outside if it's nice. Uh, but that's, that's great. I think that's, that's awesome. I, mm-hmm. I love that too. Um, well, cool. So, um, Okay, so what I'm loving is a little bit different. Um, it's a new podcast, kind of. I think it has its own separate podcast feed. Um, but 
Dax Shepard. Uh, he has the Armchair Expert podcast, uh, which is like the a gigantic podcast. Like millions of people listen to it. It's it's awesome. Um, which I listen to a lot of his episodes. But he started a um, kind of a spinoff called Armchair and Dangerous where they talk about conspiracy theories and they talk about different things um, and kind of like where they started, uh, why people believe them, different things. And like they did uh, an episode on JFK mm-hmm. and uh, his assassination and like the conspiracies around there and like different details and stuff about that. They also did one on Bigfoot and kind of how that came about. And like, they've been very interesting. Um, and it's the same kind of vibe as the armchair expert and it's him and Monica. Um, and then they have, I forget his name. I think his name's David maybe. Um, but he's, uh, he's from New Zealand and he like does this kind of stuff on his own. And he's the expert that comes in and is like, this is everything about, uh, about Bigfoot and like, these are people that I interviewed that say that they've seen Bigfoot and it's, it's really interesting podcast. Um, it's, I don't know. I, I think it's probably about an hour or so it's yeah. pretty long form, just like armchair expert is. Um, but I recently, they, I think they have maybe six episodes. Um, but oh, it's, it's something that I, I listened to one. I was like, okay, I have to go listen to all the other ones now. <laughs> that sounds fun yeah yeah that's good that's good but um okay well cool well nada thank you so much for being on the show this has been a lot of fun um i enjoyed getting to see your face and like get to talk to you again it has been a while um where can the listeners find you where can they follow along where can they watch your web talks So first, thank you for inviting me. I'm so excited to be able to share a little bit of what I'm doing. Hopefully that'll be helpful um, to someone out there. But um, I'm on Instagram as NS Photo Book Weddings um, is my handle. And then I have my website is nsphotobook.com. The wedding talks are on Instagram. They're on my IGTV. I created a little series for them. So they're all in there. And then you can see them through all my feed as well. Awesome. Um, and yeah, so that's great. Awesome. Cool. Yeah, that's awesome. That's great. Yeah. We will have links to, to all that in the show notes. Um, so y'all can, y'all can go there. Um, I, uh, yeah, I, I th- this has been great. I, I've really enjoyed this. Thank you so much. Thank you. And thanks for letting me meet Miss Charlie. Y'all how great is Nada and how amazing is that for showing up and as a pro in your industry. I'm excited to see how you will become a resource for your clients and your potential clients, uh, bringing in some more clients. Uh, if you are already doing something similar, or if you plan to start becoming a resource for your clients, please share it with us in the Facebook group. That would be amazing to cheer you on. Uh, We have all of the links to all the things in this episode's show notes at lightdarkco.com slash podcast slash 61. 
This episode was recorded in front of a live Facebook audience where you can ask questions and interact with us and make it more than just listening on your favorite podcast app. To join us live next time, you can join our Facebook community by searching for the Light and Dark Photography Podcast group. This episode was edited by me, John Mansfield, and our theme song is by the talented John Isaac. You can follow the show on Instagram at lightdarkco. Nada is at NS Photobook, and you can find me at All Heart Photo. Subscribe to the show, leave us a review. I would love to read your review. Until next week, see you in the Facebook group. Bye.